Hello and welcome to Incorruptible Mass News for Tuesday, May 23rd, 2023. First, this week in activism. Uh, in Massachusetts on May 24th at 9 a.m., uh, State of Education in the Commonwealth at Suffolk University Sergeant Hall. On May 30th at 10 a.m. is Healthy Youth Act Lobby Day at the State House. On Wednesday, May 31st, uh, the Massachusetts Commission on the Status of Women's Advocacy Day at the State House for increasing women's access to opportunities and equality. And on Thursday, June 1st at 10 a.m. is Lobby Day for Homes for All, including rent control and foreclosure prevention. And now in world climate news. The UN warns that global warming may exceed 1.5 degrees Celsius only five years from now. The death toll in Burma from Cyclone Mocha has topped 400. Emergency shelters in Guam have begun to fill as residents brace for Typhoon Moar. Flooding up into tens of thousands of lives this week in the Emilia-Romagna province of Italy, a region that has also recently experienced drought. Wildfires rage in Alberta and British Columbia, Canada. The governor of Alaska may sign a bill today allowing companies to buy carbon credits to offset their carbon emissions, and the legislature continues to approve new fossil fuel projects like the controversial Willow Oil Project on the North Slope. California, Arizona, and Nevada have agreed this week to cut their use of the Colorado River by 13%. The Colorado River supports 40 million people in cities from Los Angeles to Denver, including millions of acres of cropland and its flow has declined by about 20% since 2000 due to the worst drought in 1,200 years. Lake Mead, fed by the Colorado River, is the U.S.'s largest reservoir, and if the water level there drops much lower, it will not be able to generate the hydroelectric power that millions of people rely on, and it could even cut off all water flow to California, Arizona, and Nevada. This year, wind power became the dominant source of electricity in the UK for the first time. And a new study from Lund University in Sweden shows that the ability of microorganisms to adapt to rising temperatures may slow down global warming by storing carbon in the soil. In international news, the United Nations says it needs $3 billion in aid for the humanitarian disaster in Sudan after more than one month of fighting between the Sudanese army and the paramilitary rapid support forces. Ecuador's conservative president, Guillermo Lasso, has dissolved the National Assembly amid their efforts to impeach him. Accusations against him include embezzlement involving a state-owned oil transportation company. The local currency in Zimbabwe is near collapse due to runaway inflation as the economy switches to the U.S. dollar. Lebanon and Ecuador have also turned to using the U.S. dollar to slow high inflation rates, and the Turkish economy also has sky-high inflation leading up to their runoff election. In national news, global stock markets fell after more talks in Washington on the government debt ended without a deal. The Republican-controlled House is refusing to lift the debt ceiling without sweeping cuts to housing, education, health care, food assistance, and the environment. They are also demanding that Democrats agree to speed the approval of oil, gas, and mining per permits. The deadline to reach an agreement is early June, coming right up. The Pentagon says that accounting errors will allow the U.S. to send an additional $3 billion in additional arms to Ukraine. The Pentagon has failed all of its five audits, unable to account for more than half of its assets. 
Republican Florida government, Governor Ron DeSantis signed into law a slew of measures, including a ban on transgender people using public restrooms that align with their gender identity, a ban on gender-affirming care for children and most adults with criminal penalties for providers who violate the ban, um, banning minors from attending events hosted by drag performers, and banning transgender and non-binary students and school staff from sharing their preferred pronouns. The South Carolina House of Representatives passed a six-week abortion ban. The bill will now go to the South Carolina Senate. In North Carolina, Republican lawmakers have banned almost all abortions after 12 weeks of presidency by overriding the Democratic governor's veto. A new report states that the Black community in the U.S. has suffered 1.63 million excess deaths over the past 20 years due to health care inequities. George Santos was indicted by the Justice Department for wire fraud, money laundering, and theft of public funds. South Carolina Senator Tim Scott, the only Black Republican currently in the Senate, launches his presidential campaign this Monday. And the family of 22-year-old Colorado man Christian Glass, killed by a sheriff's deputy after calling 911 for help, will get $19 million and changes to how officers are trained under a settlement announced last Tuesday. In state politics, hate crimes in Massachusetts grew by a third in 2022, a new report finds. Massachusetts had the nation's second highest rate of white supremacist propaganda in 2022. Progressive prosecutor and Massachusetts U.S. Attorney Rachel Rollins has stepped down amid two federal ethics probes. Democratic State Senator Ann Gobi will serve the Healy administration as Rural Affairs Director, and once she resigns, that will open up the seat for a special election. There are four state reps who live in that district, three Republicans, and one Democrat. The State Cannabis Control Commission voted on Monday to scrap a pilot program on social consumption. <clears throat> social consumption, legalized by a 2016 ballot initiative with details worked out by the legislature in 2022, allows cannabis cafes like Bars But For Weed to open in Massachusetts. And the Senate budget debate begins in earnest today. Please contact your senator to ensure that the budget does not include tax cuts for millionaires and billionaires after we just passed the fair share amendment. Thanks for listening to Incredible Mass News for Tuesday, May 23rd, 2023. Be sure to tune in to our discussion of how to pay for Medicare for All in Massachusetts later in the week. 